It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. And on this, uh, as we record this late Monday night, you will listen, hopefully, ideally, on Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. You get the point. Um, Whenever you listen uh, is appreciated, but just pointing out um, just a timeline to establish things. The Redskins did not make any moves on Monday. How about that, huh? I think... They've run the gamut on just about as many moves as they can possibly do. I think uh, the count that I had on Sunday was 14 new additions, uh, plus a couple of guys re-signed like Kayla Brentley and uh, John Bostic, plus Brandon Sheriff on the franchise tag, but I believe it was 14 new additions to the Washington Redskins and, of course, trading Quentin Dunbar and letting go of four other defensive backs, including Monte Nicholson. Still have the draft, obviously, to come, and that's where we'll start on this particular episode. Uh, We'll do more of this as we go throughout the week, but just a couple of headlines for you. So Jason Lockenfora started off Monday uh, with an interesting report. Now, it's just speculation. It's certainly informed speculation, I suppose, is what, what you would call it. Um, and Lockenfora on CBS Sports HQ, CBS Sports HQ, said basically that the Redskins are very open to trading down from number two. The words that he used uh, specifically is, I'd say there's a distinct possibility. Well, you know, possibility, anybody could say, we've been talking about this for months, right? That the Redskins possibly could trade down. Absolutely, they possibly could. Distinct possibility makes it sound like, sound like it's a little bit more potentially realistic like somebody told him there's a strong indication that they could trade down and we should know this that as much as they seem to love chase young and who doesn't that you can accomplish especially with their kind of cautious approach even though they signed a lot of players they didn't fill every hole number one number two 
they didn't really get any difference makers, you might be able to get two difference makers right away by trading down from two to five. Clearly, well, mention five, that's Miami, that's the first place that everybody thinks of when you're trading down, right? Miami's got to be willing to trade up. And just because you trade down doesn't mean you're going to get the right players or the right difference makers. They've got to be there. We'll get into that in a sec. But the point of the matter is that if you, because you took a volume bigger than substance type approach in free agency, they still have, you know, again, enormous questions, specifically a tight end. You could say veteran receiver, certainly left tackle. I think they're okay at guard. Right tackle is an issue, even though they have Morgan Moses under contract for a while. I mean, Morgan's a nice guy in the world, but is he great? (laughs) Probably not, uh, if we're being honest. They still need a tight end, and so on and so forth. Um, So, look, you can accomplish a lot by trading down. Say you go 5-18 and with the Dolphins and they keep their 24th overall pick, but they give you, I think they have three second-round picks, I believe is the number. Um, So maybe you get two first-round picks and a second in exchange for the number two overall pick. You can get three contributors that help you right away in 2020. But we just don't know who is going to be there when they drop down, right? Obviously, if they, we wouldn't know who's at 18, of course, but we don't even know at five, right? You figure, say if it's Miami that trades up, you figure that they're trading up to get a quarterback. But what if they're trading up to get Chase Young? <laughs> People rule that out, too. And then, but just say they take the quarterback at number two and say it's Tua, which would be a Big mistake. Then presumably Detroit would take Chase Young at number three. Do the Giants go Isaiah Simmons or Jeff Akuda? If they go how I probably would guess that they would go, Isaiah Simmons, then Akuda would be available at number five at corner for the Washington Redskins, or they could clearly go left tackle if they wanted to. But I don't know if any of these four surefire first round left tackles are absolutely no doubt about it. Surefire better than the rest, number one. Number two, that you absolutely need to grab that guy at number five. Now, maybe you like one guy over the other three. I don't know. Uh, We'll have to wait and see. Um, But when he uses distinct possibility, it makes you think that there's more to it. Now, are they just trying to get a team to come up? That's the ultimate question. As Locke and Ford puts it, and Locke and Ford is an insider, but, you know, listen, he hears a lot of scuttlebutt, and he throws it around, doesn't mean it's going to happen. He's, you know, just throwing stuff out there that he hears, right? Okay, I hear a lot of things. I don't necessarily know if they're going to come true or not. Here's what I would say has to happen, and Lock and Ford basically pointed this out on the CBS Sports HQ. In order for me, again, to move down and to bypass Chase Young, I need the two first-round picks. Ideally, I'm going to try and squeeze the three, 
I need the two first round picks and a second and maybe a future pick as well, whether it be in this draft, whether it be in next draft, whatever. Essentially, if I'm going down to five, I need what the Redskins gave up to move up to number two from six to two way back in 2012. Now, you might say, well, times have changed a little bit. Nobody's going to do that. They gave up their number six overall pick. They gave up the number 39 overall pick, second round, uh, you know, top 10 pick in the second round. And they gave up two future firsts in 2013 and 2014. I don't think they're getting that, but that's the kind of haul you got to kind of be looking for. Although the question for me becomes, do you settle for two future first rounders in future years, which certainly can help you, and only one first round pick this year. See, that's the creative question that I think I have um, if you're going to trade down. So we'll see what happens uh, in terms of how this all shakes out. But for right now, again, distinct possibility is the buzzword. Isaiah Simmons is the guy that Lock and Four said who's very high on their draft board, and he talked about them being a versatile or him being a versatile chess piece. And I agree. I think Isaiah Simmons can play anywhere and everywhere, all over the football field at, at probably any one of the linebacker spots. Um, range, athleticism, coverage, ability, speed, blitz off the edge, pressure off the edge, just the ability to get after it and just be a dynamic game changer. Certainly somebody that can fly around and cover space and help you out in some of those zones that have been such a big problem for the Redskins. So hopefully, you know, if you trade down to five, one of those two guys, Akuda or Isaiah Simmons, is there. And I think if Redskins fans got one of those two guys and they got a, an extra first-round pick in this year's draft or uh, two extra first-round picks in each of the next two, you know, I think Redskins fans can probably live with that type of scenario, probably, even though Chase Young might be, you know, a 12 to 14 sack stud per year. Might be. I mean, we just don't know. All right, so that is that part of it. Um, when we return right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, I want to go through a scenario from our Google News Initiative Locked on Redskins report about Brandon Cooks, Peter King, a football morning in America threw this out. Plus, we'll have Mock Draft Monday, all still to come right here on LOR. Hey, guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. 
All right, good to have you with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. So Peter King, Football Morning in America, uh, wrote about Brandon Cooks from the Los Angeles Rams and whether or not he's available, maybe he's not. He said two sources told him that he was not available. We'll see. The Rams are weird. Again, you know, as I wrote about at redskinsreport.com, they told you that Todd Gurley, nothing was wrong, nothing was wrong, nothing was wrong. Something clearly was wrong. And the Minnesota Vikings, I don't know if I wrote about this or if I mentioned this somewhere else. Uh, I think maybe in our Google News Initiative report, the Vikings told you Stefan Diggs not available, no way, not getting traded, and then boom. They just got tired of him, and they got tired of the act and tired of him complaining, and they shipped him off to Buffalo. So until we get to the season and maybe past the deadline, I don't know if I believe the L.A. Rams. No offense. I love Sean McVay. Don't know if I believe the L.A. Rams uh, if they're telling Peter King, hey, he's not available, despite all the speculation. So here's my spin because the Redskins were mentioned as a possible target and whether or not he fits in. This is via the Google News Initiative and Locked on Redskins. So Brandon Cooks, the Los Angeles Rams wide receiver, who weirdly, ironically, has been traded a number of different times, all for first-round picks. If you remember, he was drafted and he started in New Orleans, traded to New England for a first-round pick, then traded from New England to the Los Angeles Rams for a first-round pick. Ironically, he starred for the Rams last year uh, in their run to the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. Now, after a disappointing 2019, missed a couple of games, production way down. Of course, Jared Goff stunk. Uh, So that was certainly part of it. Now, apparently, Cooks might be available. Now, Peter King of Football Morning in America says two sources told him Cooks is not available. But Peter King wrote this because there's some speculation. There's some people wondering. There's some people thinking maybe he's available. And I would just point out, number one, the Vikings kept saying Stefan Diggs, not available, not available, not available. We're not trading him. As soon as they had a chance, they traded him. Number two, the Rams kept saying, nothing wrong with Todd Gurley, nothing wrong with Todd Gurley, everything's fine. Todd Gurley has never been the same, and Todd Gurley was released. Now, some of that, certainly because of the salary cap, but here's the bottom line. If Todd Gurley was the same, if Todd Gurley was right, there's no chance the Rams would let a talent like that go if he wasn't already dealing with significant injury and medical concerns. We just knew, right? So don't believe necessarily what teams deny. Cooks is available, I think, for the right price. If not, the Rams hold on to him. He's got a reasonable contract number. He's under quote-unquote team control for a couple of years. He's still productive when healthy, when right, when the quarterback's right. Now, the reason why the Redskins come up in this is because A, Peter King mentioned them. B, they struck out and swung hard for the fences on Amari Cooper. However, as I wrote about at RedskinsReport.com, where you can check out the full column, I don't see Brandon Cooks being a fit with the Redskins and what they already have. They have Terry McLaurin a somewhat, somewhat smaller, not a 6'3", 6'4", 230-pound chiseled freak type wide receiver, right? Terry McLaurin's a stretch the field, vertical. He's a great route runner. It's not like he can't run the underneath routes, but what he does more than 
say, your typical underneath receiver is he can take the lid off of a defense, right? That's what he can do. Deep post, deep route, deep go, whatever. Well, that's basically what Brandon Cooks does. So if your thought is have Cooks on one side, McLaurin on another side, have the speedy Steven Sims in the slot and just kill them with speed, that's fine. That's great. You can do that. So there's your fit. I don't know if there's enough balls and enough things in an offense, especially from what the way Scott Turner kind of wants to run, I think, his offense here in Washington to have three speed dynamos like that. I think two will be enough. What you want ideally out of your complimentary receiver is somebody, yes, with speed, somebody that can take a six, seven, eight yards route, a hook, a little cross crosser, a shallow dig, whatever, um, a slant and turn it into a 65-yard touchdown. That's why they wanted Amari Cooper. He's an exquisite route runner underneath. He knows how to get off of press jam coverage. He can get quickly open and turn a short one into a big one. That's what he can do. I'm not saying Brandon Cooks can't do that. I mean, if you watch the tape from last year, a couple of examples of it, and including one that we put in the story. But the bottom line is, ideally, you don't want to match, I don't think, him up with Terry McLaurin and with Steven Sims and still pay that price. I could be wrong, but to me, to pay the compensation required to the Rams, maybe another first-round pick would be the first guy, I think, ever in NFL history to be traded three times for three separate first-round picks. You're not paying the number two pick. You don't have a second-rounder, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in my eyes for the Redskins. But when Peter King lists them, I got to pay attention. All right, so once again, that is part of our Google News Initiative and Locked On Redskins report on Brandon Cooks. Again, been traded multiple times for first-round picks. The Redskins obviously not having one. Um, Well, right now, I should say, they don't have one lower than number two. I mean, of course, based on our previous scenario, they could wind up with a mid-first-rounder or somewhere in that range. Don't forget about the Raiders and the Jaguars, teams like that with multiple first-round picks. You know, so you could do different things. And, of course, if they could package Trent Williams, they might be able to get some extra draft capital uh, that way. So you can do then some things and get more creative by trading first-round picks or trading picks for players that you need. I just don't know if Brandon Cooks is that guy that you kind of need to compliment Terry McLaren, Stephen Sims Jr., and Kelvin Harmon along with Trey Quinn. That's just me. Um, all right, so why don't we do this? Why don't we come? Uh, why don't we? Why don't we take a quick time out? We're gonna have mock draft Monday, and um, what we'll do is we'll save some of the material that we had planned on using in this episode. We will save it for our next episode, uh, just as as free agency kind of trickles down here a little bit, and then we'll get hot and heavy in terms of our draft prep in terms of position by position and player by player um, in April as we lead you up to the NFL draft. We'll have a couple of players per day. All right, this is the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy 
of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, everybody, we welcome you back. And you know what? It's not Monday anymore. I can tell you that much. But it's always time for a little mock draft Monday. So a little bit late on the trigger here. Uh, but please excuse the nonchalance, which has had so much material to cover uh, from over the weekend. We just ran out of time for the actual Monday episode. But nevertheless, um, so mock drafts are essentially useless for the Redskins, I think, unless... You know, we know that they're trading down, which we're not going to know. Because if they're not trading down, they're taking Chase Young. I don't think they're taking to a tongue of Viola, even though NFL.com and Chad Reuter on Friday had to a tongue of Viola going to the Redskins at number two. And he basically painted the scenario that that's even with Kyle Allen. So it's not like he was behind the ball on that, that he said that they were going to then shop Dwayne Haskins, which was, you know, interesting. Um, but from Pro Football Network, uh, they put out a seven-round mock draft, which, you know, always adds a little color and spice uh, to everything nice. And I wanted to go through a couple of picks uh, with you here. From Pro Football Network, again, um, you can check them out, profootballnetwork.com, or this is still up and we broke it down, redskinsreport.com. So Chase Young, of course, number two overall. And, of course, without having a second-round pick, you skip right ahead right now to the top of the third round, number 66 overall, and Pro Football Network went in their mock draft with Donovan Peoples-Jones, the wide receiver, uh, Adam Michigan saying Dwayne Haskins ready for his first full season where he'll be the starting quarterback. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. The Redskins need to arm him with playmakers to give him a fair evaluation. Yes, they need a, another tight end before they need another running, uh, another wide receiver, at least in my uh, not-so-humble opinion. Fourth round, pick number 108 overall, Damian Lewis, an offensive lineman, from LSU at a junior college starter at right guard uh, at Miss uh, Northwest Mississippi Community College uh, and then on to LSU and he played right guard there where he played all 13 games last year second team all SEC honors for play at right guard in 2019 of course so a starter on their offensive line for the defending national champion LSU Tigers the second fourth round pick of course remember this is a compensatory pick is Amik Robertson from Louisiana Tech cornerback so as far as Robertson goes 14 career pickoffs three pick six 
So, look, smaller school. Louisiana Tech's a pretty good football program. 16 pass breakups. So, you know, there's a lot to like. He certainly can contribute on special team. Seems pretty physical based on what I know uh, of him. So, um, hopefully, a guy like that, he's been mocked to the Redskins a couple of times. Hopefully, a guy like that, maybe you can squeeze out in the fifth round, something like that. Uh, in the fifth round, number 148 overall, Josiah DeGuara, a tight end from Cincinnati. And the write-up on him, 39 receptions, 504 yards, almost 13 per average, seven touchdowns in 14 starts as a senior. He was a first-team all-league player uh, at tight end in the American Athletic Conference, so that's good. I mean, listen, he was mostly a reserve, but he did. He did start 13 games in his junior year. In uh, a lot of two tight end sets, 38 catches, 468 yards, and five touchdowns. So over the last two years in college, uh, a total of 12 touchdowns for DeGuara. Meanwhile, no sixth-round pick, so you skip ahead to the seventh round. They have two picks there. Jack Driscoll, the Auburn offensive tackle, uh, is a player that's been mocked. He's from Connecticut. Smart dude versatile I think he can play a couple of different spots on the line played right tackle probably probably could play left tackle uh, if he needed to but has played left guard as well so you get a little versatility there um, I don't know if he would be good enough at left tackle I mean if he's playing right tackle at Auburn, probably because he doesn't have that athlete, uh, that athlete, that elite athleticism that you'd ideally like to have. So, you know, you'd probably be looking at somebody to be kind of a reserve swing. Uh, maybe if Jaron Christian finally can get and crack the starting lineup. I don't know. Or maybe Jaron Christian doesn't make the team. Who knows? With the final seventh-round pick that the Redskins have right now, according to Pro Football Network, they took Shyheim Carter, of course, from Alabama. Can't let a draft go without taking a defensive back and one from Alabama. Um, so apparently, according to the write-up on NFL.com, I believe it was, or actually this was from the Draft Network, he plays what they call the star position in Nick Saban's defense. Um when basically they sub out the Sam linebacker and they bring in the extra defensive back. So he'll play, you know, kind of a nickel corner slash hybrid post safety type position. So he's just shy of 200 pounds, but he's a thumper. He's a thumper. And if the Redskins can get a little physical, um, you know, like a little bit of a physicality in the seventh round, especially somebody from Alabama, that's a chance you've got to take, right? It's a chance you got to take. I mean, Sean Dion Hamilton was a sixth round pick because of his knees, but you know, you feel like he's played better probably or contributed more than a sixth round pick. So, you know, you, you take as many shots as you can in the seventh round period, right? You might as well take a shot with somebody that's got some versatility and that played uh, at Alabama. All right, so that's a seven-round mock draft from Pro Football Network. Pro Football Network is how you get that, or you can check out the full write-up at redskinsreport.com. 
DraftKings.com. Don't forget to check out our friends at the Draft Network. They do a tremendous job. Uh, Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, all those guys, they do a tremendous job uh, at the DraftNetwork.com. Really cool breakdowns, each analyst, all their stuff. And always, as always, remind you to check out Pro Football Focus because I use a lot of their stuff. Uh, those guys do a great job as well. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. As always, you can follow me at Russellmania621, the podcast at Locked Redskins, as well, redskinsreport.com, on the radio, 1067thefanoftheradio.com app, by subscription, Warpath Magazine. Don't forget, we are doing our... Um, you know, of course, our post-free agency, the first wave of free agency, getting you ready uh, for the draft. So check on the Locked On NFL channel. Uh, Peacock and Matt Williamson, they have you covered for you. Plus, we have uh, all your fantasy needs covered. Uh, so check out everything on the Locked On Podcast Network. We have you covered. If you're missing sports, especially the NFL, we are on it. Adios. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.